Welcome to Transforming Energy, the NREL podcast, brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy's National Renewable Energy Laboratory. We're highlighting the latest in clean energy research and innovations happening at the lab. It's Wednesday, February 7th. I'm Taylor Mankel. And I'm Karen Jeremin. February. What? (laughs) Can you believe it? It's hard to believe just how much news has come out of the lab in just the first month of this year. No kidding. We are working away over here. So much news to share for you listeners. Let's dive right in. Taylor, what do you think of puzzles? You know, as strange as it sounds, I have a love-hate relationship with puzzles. (laughs) As with many during the pandemic, I bought way too many puzzles, and they took up my entire living room for way too long. Mm. But I know a lot of folks in our office are big puzzle people as well. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Uh, Sorry to send you back to a little flashback (laughs) in time there, by the way. Uh, Apparently, we have an ongoing puzzle exchange in our office, which I just learned about as well. Mm. Apparently, we like them here at NREL. A lot of scientists, they're into puzzles too. Mm. Not necessarily the cardboard box kind that's strewn all over your living room floor back in the day, but, you know, the kind where you put pieces together to solve things. Right, as evidenced by our first story. Exactly. NREL scientists have put together the puzzle of populous wood, which may hold the key to efficiently disentangle and deconstruct biomass for conversion to fuels, chemicals, and materials. NREL has been looking into the benefits of populous wood for biofuels and products for years. Populous is a broad term for a variety of familiar trees, including cottonwood, poplar, as expected, and one of every Coloradan's favorites, the aspen. I do love the aspen. Okay, so this populous puzzle, NREL researchers have been able to quantitatively define the arrangement of polymers in populous wood and create a computer model that details these findings. Essentially, they were able to build an incredibly detailed model of the secondary cell wall of a poplar tree, which includes cellulose, hemicellulose, and lignin biopolymers. So why is that important? Well, understanding how all these pieces fit together could mean better bio-based materials. Bennett Addison, the first author of the study, described it like a demolished house, saying, and I'll quote him directly here, The pile of rubble is still composed of wood, concrete, drywall, and glass, but it's certainly no longer a house. It's how the individual constituent components are arranged relative to each other that matters. Similarly, you can't just take cellulose, hemicellulose, and lignin and throw them into a pile and call it a plant secondary cell wall. You know, I love a good analogy to learn about complex science, and that is a good analogy. This research helps us not only better understand the physical construction of these materials, but more importantly helps us understand how we can use it better to produce bio-based energy, fuels, and products. Some of NREL's research and development is pretty well known, but I think something people may not know is that a lot of the lab's focus is actually working with startups. Yeah, I did not realize that until I got more involved in the work here at the lab. Right, same here. NREL and some of our partners often help startups at their earliest stages, getting them off the ground and into the market. Most often, this comes through programs offered by NREL's Innovation and Entrepreneurship Center and partnerships and license agreements managed by the Technology Transfer Office. It also happens earlier in a startup's development when NREL assists by validating emerging technologies. NREL as a national laboratory has equipment that can be very expensive for startups or that they may not have access to. And our incredible researchers and scientists provide expertise to support and advance projects and ideas. Exactly. 
One of the startups NREL helped along the way was a company called 7AC Technologies. Peter Lutick, who worked for 7AC, said, In the beginning, we had this new idea, but we had no money. With NREL's help, investors knew that this was not just a bunch of guys in a garage, end quote. In other words, NREL can help some of these startups get the industry credibility they need. The credibility and measurable insight to support startups and their projects. For example, 7AC Technologies developed a new take on heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. It caught the attention of global technology company Emerson, which is now working to scale the technology in the market. And that's basically the whole goal of NREL's work with startups, to help form and grow startups that could be critical to the energy transition. Building a startup isn't easy, so much so that entering the market is commonly referred to as the valley of death. Which does not sound like fun. (laughs) And get this, NREL's tech transfer team has found that when clean tech startups partner with a national lab, they are 67% more likely to increase their venture capital funding and increase their initial public offering valuations. Mm, That's incredible. NREL is all about getting the technology and expertise out of the lab and into the world. All right, that last story was about getting science out of the lab, but this one is all about getting science into one. A new one, in fact. NREL is growing fast, and our researchers and partners need space to do... Science. And that's about to become a reality with a new facility on NREL's campus in Golden, Colorado. It's called the Energy Materials and Processing at Scale, or EMAPS Lab. And it will be a signature facility for NREL. I knew there had to be an acronym coming in there. You know it. The 127,000 square foot lab will enable collaboration with industry partners, universities, and other Department of Energy laboratories to accelerate lab scale innovations in energy materials. The facility will enable innovations in energy storage, advanced manufacturing, grid modernization, and more. EMAPS will also address end-of-life and circularity challenges across multiple energy technology platforms. The facility will be designed to be flexible and adjust based on research direction and as new insights and needs arise. I can kind of think of it like the switchblade of laboratory space. I like that. It will also, unsurprisingly, incorporate advanced sustainability strategies and innovative energy efficiency approaches. The project should break ground later this year. We have a special ending on today's episode. Every year at the lab, we hold a giving campaign, a time for NREL employees to give back to the community. This year, NREL collectively gave more than $633,000 to charities. It's so incredible and such a wonderful thing that happens every year. In addition to donations and volunteering, we also host a charity basket auction. And this year, our podcast team put together a basket that included a voiceover and podcast training session with the basket winner. It was a really great way to give money and turned out to be really fun for us, Karen. Yes, it was so much fun, and our basket winner is here with us in studio today to show off his new vocal skills. Todd, welcome to Transforming Energy, the NREL podcast. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Todd DeLuca. I'm the lucky winner of the NREL podcast gift basket for charity. I'm a project manager. I've been with NREL just over four years. Todd, we're so glad you're here and for joining us for a little voiceover 101. Tell us a bit about yourself and what do you like to do? Well, I'm an avid wanderer. I like to explore cities and hiking trails, and I'm also an AFOL. And what is an AFOL? 
That's an adult fan of Lego. Okay, I like it. I like it. Todd, it was a pleasure having you in the recording booth with us. We'll hear from you again in just a moment to close out the show. Thanks, listeners, for joining us today on our clean energy research adventure. We'll be back in two weeks with more news from NREL. If you'd like to suggest a topic or learn more about the podcast, reach out to us at podcast at nrel.gov. And as always, if you are enjoying the show, we ask that you give us a positive review on your favorite streaming platform. This episode was adapted from NREL News articles from January 2024, written by Wayne Hicks, David Glickson, and Jeffrey Wolf. Take it away, Todd. The theme music for Transforming Energy, the NREL podcast, is written and performed by Ted Vaca, and episode music by Chuck Koenig, Jim Riley, and Mark Sanseverino of Drift BC. This podcast is produced by NREL's communications office and recorded at the National Renewable Energy Laboratory in Colorado. We express our gratitude and acknowledge that the land we are on is the traditional and ancestral homelands of the Arapaho, Cheyenne, and Ute peoples. We recognize and pay respect to the indigenous peoples from our past, present, and future, and are grateful to those who have and continue to be stewards of this land. 